from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict, episode 471. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and the Canalea Pen Co. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good. Are you big money, Brad? Am I big money, Brad? No. I'm going to go with no on that. I don't even know what you're talking about, number one. You so sold all your pens, Definitely. You? An, oh, oh, the the Ajotos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> to, make money. Money, to make money, you have to spend money, Mike. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say we're far from big, big, big money, Brad, on a 20-pin sale. But let me let me say this. Um, the feedback has been awesome on these pens, so I launched them to Pentac members last weekend, and we're basically doing a sign-up sheet uh, so I can randomize it to give people a chance to buy in this first batch, since I only had, really, in the end, 18 pens, because we each stole one, uh, Thieves Among Us, and I wanted to do it as equitably as possible, because I can could not buy a billion pens up front, because they're very expensive. So... The first batch of winners will be selected this coming weekend, and then I've already contacted a Jodo. This also having this sign up sheet. I would just say um, when you say winners, it is you win the chance to buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, you sign up, and then I'll run a randomizer and pick, you know, eighteen people mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to purchase the pin. And I hate doing that; like it's super weird. But that's kind of the only way to do this equitably. And but the the whole key to this is this is not going to be the only batch of these pins, and this also gives me an idea of how many I need to follow up order on. So I've already been talking with a Jodo to get another order of probably about fifty pins going mm-hmm. um, out the gate. So we're going to work on that in in the coming weeks and just get everything dialed in for that. Uh, I think a Jodo was happy. They're like, "Hey, do you want to just like?" You know, we could do stainless steel and we could do all these upgrades and all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let's let's stick with this one first. Hold your horses, boys. <laughs> yeah, settle down. I was like, yeah, maybe later, you know, in a year or two. But, like, let's let's do these. I, let's enjoy Let's take a moment to enjoy these pens and get them in people's hands. People don't even have them in their hands yet except me and you. So mm-hmm. um, I'm very happy with the feedback. People seem to like them. And um, we'll get, so good, man. I use we'll get new ones coming. I can't yeah. stop using it. It's just Thank such you. a joy. Yeah. To use. So, yeah. So, uh, and then I don't know what you want to do. Maybe you'll do pre orders or you'll keep doing the raffle system or something. But yeah, I just want to get the, I just want to get them in the hands of people that want them first and yep. then just kind of, you know, and then I will eventually just kind of stock them, but the stock will be very limited just because I just can't order that many at a time. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this is, I figured, you know, maybe in the long run and, you know, a couple years into this, if we've sold like 80 of them or maybe even 100 of them, that would be great. Like, this is not mm-hmm. a big, big productions because uh, of the cost. So, yeah, love the feedback. Um, and I can't wait to get these shipped out in the, in the coming weeks. So I, I look forward to other people getting to enjoy them like we have been enjoying them. Uh, we have from many people that keep dropping <laughs> their pens. Uh, and that this oh is a reason God. why a spring in the Tootsby swipe that we spoke about last week could actually be a good idea because it will keep the cartridge under some tension and stop it from falling out into the barrel of the pen. So this is a thing that I was really unaware of, Mike, mm-hmm. that people have problems dropping their pens. One of the emails I got was... Basically, I'm I'm not pulling it up right now and looking at it, but in in summary, it was like, Brad, I drop my Caveco Sport all the time. This is and in the 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 cartridge pops out. This is exactly what I need, and I'm just throwing my hands up in the air. Why are you dropping your Caveco Sport all the time? When's the last time you've dropped a pen, Mike, or had one oh, roll off your desk? Brad, I drop pens all the time. <sighs> okay, I guess I'm just not that. I'm not that person. So this I, is I that's why this one's blind sighting me. Last week, I don't remember what pen it was, but I I dropped it in such a way where I was convinced that I'd done a terrible thing, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. don't have this feeling very much, but it was like an uncapped fountain pen, but luckily mm-hmm. it landed on the carpet and no damage was done. But uh you know what it was? It was <laughs> It was my 3776 Galaxy. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> well, like, you know, I, I don't mean, I'm not throwing it. You know, it just finds its way out of my hand at high velocity. But I have yeah. a theory. I have a theory that I've been cooking up about this. So mm-hmm. 
I drop my pens. I know you do sometimes because you're a human being. Sure. And I don't ever have this problem with the cartridge popping out. But I don't use a lot of the standard international. Typically, the cartridges and fountain pen, uh, like converters that I use, mm. are Japanese style. Um, and they have a much stronger grip on the feed. And yeah, Standard Platinum International, does for sure. Yeah. And so I think Sailor does as well. And also, a lot of the pens that I have used, they have screwing um, yeah. cartridge converters as well. Like, yeah. you know, so there are lots of different mechanisms. And I don't use International very often. Just, it just isn't. Like, there's no particular reason for it. It's just most of the pens that I have don't use a standard international adapter for the cartridges. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that is a very strong fitting. I could imagine that popping off really easily. So the second comment I got that I think you were on, on the Twitter chain for was, Brad, this is a problem I have. And I already put springs mm-hmm. in my Caveco sport barrels for this exact reason. And like, it's like a head explode emoji. It's like, why is this happening <laughs> to people? And I, okay, Twisby, you win. I, I will I admit that this is genius, Twisby. You have done it. <laughs> you have solved the dropping of the pin problem. Um, and apparently I am oblivious to this whole thing, despite being surrounded by literally 40 pins in my vision right now. None of these pins have been dropped. <laughs> and I just, I'm flummoxed, Mike. I'm flummoxed by the whole thing. I mean, look, we all know that you're, you're better than the average person. We all know no. this already. <laughs> so you don't need to keep rubbing it in our faces. <laughs> look, I've dropped pins. Like, I've uh-huh. famously dropped my... Sailor um, fifth anniversary bung box, the black and gold one. And I didn't drop it. I was photographing it and then it rolled off the, yeah, you know, the photography table yeah. and landed nib down and I had to get that repaired. Like that's like, that's a one off and I could see why that happened. But, and I get the fact that these Kaveco AL sports, notably both of these comments were for the Kaveco sports, either mm-hmm. like the classic or the AL sport. And that is, the pocket carry pin like that one is going to be banged around that one is going to be dropped and you know it's just the way that pin is used these problems are going to creep up more no, but you see this is completely the unaware I, I think that you're that this is i just think the mindset is wrong i don't think people are like this is my beat em up pen right like that's not what mm-hmm. i'm like but it it doesn't matter how much i care about the pen I'm I'm going to drop it. It's not a thing I have control over, you know. Yeah, see, I'm I'm not going. to I know drop you're not like that. So I know you. I know you're struggling with this one. And I carry my pins around all the time. Like yeah. I am. I do not take it easy on my pins. We talk about this. Well, like I'll throw a Nakaya in my pocket. You were right? a professional I do not athlete. Care. Maybe you just have better <laughs> reflexes than everybody else. Oh man, that's a scary thought. Looking at me now, Oof. I love that sentence that I can say to you, and it's true i love that <laughs> the history of brad dowdy is just beautiful so and you know what if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm gonna leave it there for today i'm not gonna tell you what that means it's in a podcast somewhere i just don't know where so there you go twisty right. swipe springs okay. all springs all the time so this next topic is I kind to, of related i Mike. need to talk you through my experience this morning of looking okay. through our links Okay, right. you, let's go, let's go. So what typically is happens great. is most days, Brad will work on the show document, like most weeks, on Tuesday night. And then on Wednesday morning, one of my first jobs on a Wednesday morning is I open the show document. I add in anything I want to add in if I've got it, but most of the time Brad's already got it in there. And he also will put in all the links and things that he's found and wants to talk about. And I came across, uh, we have a little heading called new, and this is like new products. One of them is Sailor KOP, King of Pen, bulk converter. And then it says, interesting idea I was told about, I've ordered one. And I thought, hmm, I wonder what that could be. Bulk converter, that sounds interesting. There's an eBay link that I clicked. So I clicked on the link. And I looked at the images, and I do not under—I mean, maybe I understand what's going on here, but I also kind of don't understand what's going on here. So uh, I would like it if you could explain this to me and why on earth this is on eBay. <laughs> so let me start with my initial reaction upon clicking that link. 
that is so ugly. Yeah. I don't want this in my really exquisitely designed Sailor King of Pen. Now, obviously, that's a personal dep- opinion. It's also looks a little janky, maybe homemade. And again, not going to put that in mm-hmm. the King of Pen. Mm-hmm. So it is, Mike. This is someone, a person who is trying to solve the capacity issue for what is a large pen and the terrible ink capacity of Sailor's terrible converters right they are terrible like that is just what they are sailors converters are probably some of the worst converters on the market in quality and in capacity and then we have these 800 dollars pens that we're having to use this really really terrible and low capacity converter so what this is is basically this guy down in australia designed and has made these converters that you add in to it, it's basically a replacement for the sailor converter designed to hold as much ink as possible now in the images he smartly uses an all black <laughs> king of pen so you can't see the innards <laughs> of the pen in the demonstrators that i love so much to where you'll be able to see this but you know it's not that much different than you know looking at the sailor the metal and the plastic from the sailor converter through my you know, clear king of pen, but it's, it's designed to fit. I've wouldn't have bought this without two or three other people saying, yes, they bought it. And yes, it works. Right. I wouldn't have bought this blind without recommendations from other people who have used them. So I thought I would try one, right? Like it's worth trying one to see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get past the aesthetic of it. I, I, I just generally don't like the aesthetic. But I haven't seen it in my pen. I also have two solid barrel king of pens that, hey, if it's in there and just works, uh, it'll work fine. So what? What, what it's, is going it's a risk. on? We'll see. With this though, like, what is that little bulb at the end? <laughs> I guess it's so, a way you can just manually fill. Okay, it's kind of like a tube with like a pipette ending to it. Like, you know, familiar right. with pipette? Is that with is with America? That's the is correct that? term. Okay, yes. cool. I wasn't sure if there was like I don't know. It's got some wild American word. Like yeah, freedom the, tube the, or something. The, f- the freedom sucker upper. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But so it's it's a very strange looking kind of cylinder with this little end, which looks like it's kind of got something in it that resembles a spring uh, <laughs> on it, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I encourage you to try it <laughs> i won't be this is not a this is not a mic thing no this is this is i i like the thought process behind this is where i'm at right so i like the idea and the concept um and then we'll see when i get it if i like the execution and design right mm-hmm. so those are two different things so it, it's expensive yeah um as well which understandable like these are single you know this is a small thing you know i think he puts like 10 of them up at a time and there was about what's it convert to about 37 dollars us so oh so like a chat is is reminding me the back actually unscrews so you can keep the cartridge engaged to the nib section and then fill it from the back if you Mm. want to so the the back piece so there you go um it's it's interesting if if it works, I think it's going to be pretty cool, and then I think I might twist your arm to, to to get one. But this is definitely a to-be-determined product. But you know what? I use the King of Pens all the time. I would enjoy having them, um, you know, to have a larger ink capacity. And um, we'll see. It's, it's cool to have, like, this little bit of innovation for um, a product that I love. So we'll see. To-be-determined. You know, you were saying earlier about, like, you don't have the issue of dropping pens? Yeah. I don't feel like I have the issue of, oh, darn, this Sailor Converter is just not enough. I know. I agree. Like, I don't think I I have that. And it might because I'm sure if I used just my King of Pen every day, I'm sure I would feel Mm -hmm. it. But I rotate so much, so... I agree. That's why I didn't like rush out to buy this. Like, mm-hmm. this is the second or third time this has cropped up for me for mm. people asking me to uh, to go check it out. So, 
there was something uh, I think noticeably absent from <laughs> our show document today, and I was reminded by it uh, in the members' Discord by Ryan, the Sailor Pro Gear Go USA. You're not into I mean, this? <laughs> was it in the show notes? No. Is it in the show notes now? Yes. And who put it there? Me. <laughs> So you have to talk about it, not me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a North America exclusive limited edition to 1,200 pens of both the slim and standard Pro Gear size. Um, it is a North American exclusive, as you would naturally assume, because it is called the Go USA edition. It is a white finials, red body, blue grip section with some sparkles in it. You're not into this, then. You don't like this. What What do you not like about this? Do you think it's I'm a having, low effort pen, or do you, like what is going on with you? I'm having a physical adverse reaction to looking at this. It's a bit cringy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think. And I, I I just can't say more because it's not going to be good. Yeah, I said this. this that's one's that's a where bit, I'm at. That, that's it. I don't know. It feels like a bit of a grab to me. You know, like bit of a cash grab type of yeah. model i don't know it's olympic season i mean like apple just did all those like bands i mean but the olympics are is also its own set of <laughs> problems <laughs> right now yeah right 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 okay so yeah i mean i didn't put it in <laughs> i didn't put it in the show notes for a reason like sometimes sometimes when things are bad they're like really good to talk about right mm-hmm and I enjoy talking about it. And let's figure this out. Let's figure out, like, what happened here? Let's figure this out. This, I had no desire to even bring it up. Like, that's that's my I thoughts on that. I saw it, and I wanted to like it, right? Like, I get it, but I, at the same time, don't. Like, like I, 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 I saw it, and I was like, let me look at the pictures, and I felt like I want to like this, but I don't. Like, the pen that I love in this colorway is the Twisby... Yeah, the they did the 580 Taiwan. I forget they called it the Rock. R O C, right? Yeah. And right. that is a beautiful colorway. And they they re-released it in the American market under a different name. Right. To, and then they added an they American put the US flag it. on it. Yeah. yeah, which I did not order that when I ordered the Taiwanese finial. Well, because that was because we had that from ages. It was ago. also first. It was also yeah. first. Yes. So it was also it was a 540. It was a 540 on the initial. One, then I think right. they then might have a, redid them for the five eighty. It was a diamond five eighty for yep. the USA market, and right. I liked, I love the colorway there, and yes. that is like red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. and I think it looks great. This doesn't do it for me, and I don't know why. Oh, I know why. I mean, for <laughs> me, I'm speaking for me. Uh huh. But yeah, they, they, I, I just, I think. So here's what I think about this. You see, you're going to get me into this. And I'm. And the thing is that it's not about this pen to, in, on, on itself, right? Mm-hmm. It's not singularly about this pen. I think it's a bigger, broader picture of Sailor in this market right now that is starting to confuse me greatly. I feel like... The problems we are having are with Sailor of North America. Right, right, right. Right? Right. And it's like, it's even unfair to say that, but like there's something weird. It's it's hard to put my finger on it. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at the Canalea Pen Company. Canalea. relax now. (laughs) This is like breath of fresh air. This is a happy maker. This is a happy maker. Canalea Penco make the most stunning, beautiful pens inspired by images of Hawaii. Canalea's founders, Hugh and Carol, believe that these locations can help recharge our spirit, help us connect with nature, and they imbue all of that in their entire product line. While the story behind these pens is really wonderful, honestly, it's the execution is what sets them apart. You can have a great story and great marketing, but the product has to be there, and they've got it. Every single Canalea pen is handmade in a process that means that no pens will ever look alike, so it's truly unique for you. And every nib is tuned by hand before it ships to customers. If you've been waiting, you've been hearing us talk about Canalea, and you're like, I want to see one of these things in person. 
Well, you're in luck, because the Canalea Pen Co. will be attending the DC Pen Show and San Francisco Pen Show in August, as well as the Chicago Pen Show in October. So if you're going to be there, if you're making the, the plans to be at one of these shows, make sure to fight your way through the crowds to get to this table, because there's always a crowd around mm-hmm. the Canalea Pen Co. table, so you can find the perfect Canalea for you. I want to take a moment to remind you about the Honokalani Collection. This is a truly stunning pen available in three design profiles, a fountain pen and a ballpoint. It is a beautiful, stunning, swirled blue with white and black elements. It it evokes a a beach and crystal clear ocean view. It is top two, top three of Canalea pens for me of all time. I absolutely love the design of this pen, which you can also take a step further with the Honokalani Mailei Lei version, which features the Mailei Lei 5th Anniversary Band celebrating Canalea's recent milestone. It's a model I have, and I absolutely adore it. It is in my Notco Sinclair. It's one of the six pens that I carry around with me every day. It's an absolutely stunning pen. Uh, all of Canalea's pens feature Yowo number no. 6 nibs, and you can buy steel or 18 karat gold nibs direct from Canalea. They offer sizes from extra fine to 1.1 millimeter stub. And Hugh himself smooths and tunes each nib before it leaves the shop so that your Canalea pen is going to write perfectly straight out of their lovely black walnut keepsake box. Go and see them for yourself right now at canaleapenco.com. That's K A N I L E. APNCO.com, CanaleaPanko.com. You can find the link in the show notes too, and you can choose your Aloha today. And thanks to Canalea Panko for the support of this show and Relay FM. So, y- y'all have to see them in person. Like, they do a wonderful job with the photography and the presentation of the pens, but to get to see them and feel them in person at these shows, and if you're going to be attending these shows, um, you, you definitely want to make the effort to, to Plus, check them out. They go the extra mile with the design of their tables. Yeah, it's pretty, right. yeah. I don't know how they travel with some of the some um, of the yeah, things. Yeah, they, they have a lot of check-in uh, bags, I'm sure. But yeah, really great. All right, I want, I want to, uh, I want to like that. That adds over, but I want to continue to talk about the Sailor Go USA in relation Uh-oh. to no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I just want to say, I just want to say in relation to Canalea and how I think about pens, and this is going to come up later in the show when we talk about the show design ultim i don't have a canalea pen inked right now mm-hmm. and reading like talking about them makes me want to go ink up a canalea pen and why is that because i can feel what that pen feels like in my hand and how it writes without having it inked up and right now i don't get that from sailor right i don't say i am dying to use a 1911L because I miss that in in use, right? Like it doesn't inspire me to go enjoy that pen on a personal level right now. And seeing things like I like I literally was tense when we were talking about the Sailor mm-hmm. Go USA. That's how it made me feel. I've never felt like that about like a main brand pen that we generally love so much, right? Like I understand like some weird, you know, like the, uh, like the visionaire or something that's like, like I, that doesn't make me feel weird. It just makes me laugh. Right. But like I had, like, as soon as we stopped talking about that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can relax now. It was really making me tense yeah. because like I could, like I feel these things like about some of these pens and, and why I want to use this pen is because of how they make me feel and what that writing experience is like and what story the pen is telling me. Now, not every pen, of course, not every pen has like the perfect story and the perfect feel and, you know, Brad getting all hippie, hippie on us <laughs> like, like that. But that's a, a lot of it is that way. And I can feel a Canalea pen in my hand and understand like I miss that feeling if I don't have one inked up. So like, I don't know, that's just something I wanted to mention about how I think about products um because that's Mm -hmm. going to come up again here in a minute but first we got to talk about a three dollar ballpoint mike of course i love this stinking tombow monograph light ballpoint okay i just reviewed it on the blog on monday i've had them i don't know for maybe a month or so using them it's a 0.38 millimeter ballpoint but you don't get a lot um of on, on the market because like it's very aggressive tip size 
right? Ballpoints write even finer than gel ink pens. Like a .38 ballpoint is going to write like a .28 gel ink pen and finer. But I wanted to bring this up because I've gotten questions about how does the Tombow Monograph Lite relate to Uniball's Jetstream Edge? You know, not necessarily the Jetstream in particular, but the Jetstream Edge is Uniball's very upgraded barrel design for their 0.28 and 0.38 millimeter ballpoints, which for a ballpoint refill to be 0.28 millimeters, this is the writing on rice level of tip size, right? This is like a sub sub 0.2 line, like a 0.15 millimeter line. Like it's, it's hair thin uh, line. So you have to like that type of writing first off, right? If you're used to like your 0.7 millimeter inner gels with just a glassy, smooth, gel, vibrant ink color, and that's what you like, you're going to hate these pens. (laughs) Like completely. (laughs) But I love these pens. Like this is like my favorite category of pen. I was mentioning that in the, in the review. Like this is my favorite category of pen, the sub 0.5 millimeter pen. It could be ballpoint, rollerball, gel, anything. But these pens stack up, and I'm surprised, right? Like, I'm surprised at how good the Tombow Monograph Lite ballpoint is in relation to something like a Jetstream. So that's the question I've gotten the most is, well, how would you compare them to a Jetstream? Well, the Jetstream has technically the better ink, right? It has an ink formulation that's designed to be smoother, and it has archival properties. As far as I can tell, the Tombow Mono is just a basic ballpoint ink, but it writes, if I did a blind test of just the refill, I wouldn't be able to tell a difference in smoothness and quality between the Tombow refill and the Uni refill. And that's what I wanted to point up about these. Right. And it's like, a, it's like a $3 pen. This is a pen that's not for everybody. But my goodness, like it, it lives on my desk now. I just grab it and it's just, you know, the easy, simple, click retractable plastic barrel rubber grip type of pen. But in the, of course, I love the, the Tombow flag. Uh, colors right the bl- royal blue white and black um, logo is just my favorite stationary logo so I'm a big fan of these pens and if you're looking for something like so you can write like all your secrets little tiny notes this is the pen to go I prefer the blue uh, ballpoint I will almost universally always take blue ballpoints over any other color but um, black black is a good choice as well so I just wanted to talk about that tell people that these are actually as good as the Jetstream Edge. I don't... One, the Jetstream Edge, they may as well call it the Jetring 500. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's re- fine. It's shameless. Oh, well, I mean, and it's got some Lamy in there too with the clip. Like, it's... They, yeah. They, they, they leaned in to the, to the German design. I don't understand design. why they finally made a good-looking barrel for the Jetstream. But it's mm-hmm. only available in this ridiculous 0.28. I'm a little bit confused on that myself. Because my main problem with the Jetstream is I hate how it looks. It is like... The basic one. Yeah, the regular one. The regular yeah. Jetstream. It's like... Couldn't be more like Office Max. You know, and it, like yes. it's just... Put it on the shelf next to every single pen that looks just like this one. Uh, with its go faster stripes and all that kind of nonsense. <laughs> right, right. Right? And the Jetstream yep. Edge is like a good-looking pen. Just looks nice. The white one, mm-hmm. super good, right? Looks great. And then they just put the .28 in it. And I don't understand. <laughs> it is very... I, I'm surprised that they did that because you could just sell so many more if you had a yeah. .7 refill in it. I, mean, I know that, like, you know, you can buy a pack of six for the price of the Edge. Right, yeah, but there's a middle ground at least, surely, where you can right. make a cheaper pen and make it look better than the than the current. Right, yeah, right, like the, and just like the Tombos look so much better than the Jetstream. Even the the standard color barrels, they have like a standard solid metallic color barrel. Yeah, and I bet that is a cheaper pen to produce than the Jetstream. Oh, I guarantee it. Right. So. And just so, just so to save some emails, the the Jetstream refills are not swappable with the Edge. Yeah, because so you, you have to the buy Edge point, refills. Right? Yeah, like you, you have to buy it Edge physically refills. wouldn't fit inside the right. Edge. Right. So that is a 
uh, a non-starter there. <clears throat> you know what's kind of funny? What? We got Mono and the Edge. Mm-hmm. It's you two up in here, baby. LOL. Come see on. See what you did there. Yep. <laughs> Mono and the Edge. All right. I like it. That will not be a show title. Our show title is going to be Go USA. <laughs> talk to me about the Shown Design Ultimate Pen. Can you remind everybody what this project is about? Yeah. So, our good friend Ian Shown of Shown Design, longtime friend of the show, longtime personal friend of mine, longtime awesome, awesome pen maker. Mm-hmm. Very innovative pen maker. Um, he has a great, great design eye and great thought process. But beside uh, uh, in his designs, he he made his first kind of full length fountain pen. So he's been known for like the pocket pens, right? The ballpoint pocket pen that launched him, and then the pocket six fountain pen that has done very well. So this is the first kind of traditionally full length barrel pen, and he chose a material called Ultim which we have discussed before. It's a medical-grade plastic, very durable. It comes in this amber, translucent amber color, and it's able to be machined well enough for fountain pen barrels, right? Mm-hmm. Think of it as your like an acrylic option, right? Instead of your acrylic plastics, it's Altum, right? And it's just very... I don't know. It's it's a firm material, right? But it's it's strong and durable. So what Ian decided to do was take this material, machine pens from this material, but make kind of the ultimate eyedropper pen. So he is, I, I forget his exact quote, he has aggressively O-ringed <laughs> this pen. If you're not feel, familiar with O-rings, they're basically like a little rubber ring that seals off different sections of different materials. In this case, yeah. it's a pen. If you look and, at the images, you can see them. They're like little, they're like little red lines yep. right they're the o-rings yep. yep so i see there's like four in the barrel and one in the cap mm-hmm. and what this does is allows you to fill the barrel of the ultimate pen with ink without using a converter and also not use silicone grease so eyedroppering of fountain pens is a uh, popular pastime for many many fountain pen users and many writers because you get a much larger capacity of ink in the barrel mm-hmm. So people enjoy that who write a lot. And I traditionally, like, I will eyedropper a pen here and there, but I generally just don't like putting silicone grease on the threads. I don't like it on my fingers. Like, I'm way obsessing over something that's really not that big a deal, to be perfectly honest. But I just prefer, like, you know what? I'm just going to throw a converter in here and be done. I don't need the huge ink capacity like I'm about to get in the Sailor King of Pen converter. Um, you know, <laughs> and in general, in general terms, I don't worry about how much ink I have because, you know, I'll just change out using, use another ink. This pen is awesome. I, I just, question. yeah. The color. Yeah. Is that the color of Ultim or is that just the color, uh, that's been chosen? Nope, it's the color of Ultim. So okay. I have a second Ultim pen from a different maker called Kasama. It's the same kind of amberish orange color. Like not right. everyone likes the color. Like that's the color it comes in. You can um, you, can it be changed? Like, not that I've seen. Treated? Okay, they're all Who this knows? kind of color. So that's kind of the thing, Mike. Is this is why it's the ultimate eyedropper? Is it stain proof? Yes. So the ink is not going to stain the barrel. Yeah. Um, Ian ran weeks long tests with Noodler's Bay State Blue, historically the most staining ink on the market, right? You put it in your pen and you empty out the ink and your pen is now blue and it didn't leave a mark in this barrel. So again, it's really, really good for eyedroppering. Mm. What I'm finding the most interesting about this pen so far in my limited use, again, I just inked it up yesterday. It is lightweight, very lightweight, actually. But it feels like an awesome pocket portable pen. Like, I want to do everything with this pen, right? It's, you know, where you have, I at least I have, like, pens that stay on the desk and, you know, don't, 
you know, they might move around the house or something like that. This one, I'd be happy like standing up from the desk, throwing in my pocket and just doing whatever. And I have this awesome pen in at hand that's not going to leak. It's got cool ink capacity. I love the light feel of it, right? Not everyone's going to like the lightness of it. Um, you'll have to check on the page, the product page for the for the weight. It is very, very light. But you know, I like a smaller, lighter pen to begin with is my style. So it fits my hand so, so well. I wasn't sure if I was going to like this pen or or I should say love this pen. I knew I would probably like it, but I actually love it, I guess is a better way to say it. Right. Um, I've been sloshing the ink around in the barrel <laughs> this whole time we've been talking. I love looking at it on my desk. I filled it with an interesting interesting ink, Platinum Classic Citrus Black, um, which is just kind of this cool setup that I now have in this pen. I am, I am short of words for how much I like this pen. Um, it's a little bit hard to explain. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier about how I can feel without even having it at hand. I can, I know what a Canalea pen feels like in my hand. Yeah. And I, and sometimes I miss having that. That's how I feel about this Ultim pen. It feels different than my other pens. And I want to grab it and continue to learn about like why I like this so much because it's going to be one of those pens that when I don't have it in use, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I know how that pen felt and how it made me feel and then how I wrote with it and how much I enjoyed it that, hey, I want to ink it up again and use it again. And not every pen feels that way. So the recently purchased Mr. Cypress G10 fountain pen that black and blue swirl g10 fountain pen i thought i was going to feel the same way about it as i do about this shown ultim but it's just okay right it just feels regular and normal and fine right and therefore i don't reach for it as much as i do some of the other pens that make me have a different reaction when i actually have them in hand or i'm writing with them and you know there's groups of pens that give me that feeling and those are the ones that end up lasting the longest in the library and you know like i'm not disappointed in the mr cypress g10 but it feels normal to me and like that's cool except i'm a guy who has a hundred other normal pens right some of these other pens like this ultim or you know i'm looking at a leonardo memento zero and mango they're special they make me feel a little bit different. And I think that's kind of the goal when we're looking at products to buy and to purchase is how they make you feel, mm. not just, oh, I have a thing. At least that's how I look at it. Yeah, there's an interesting point about this pen. That if like one of the reasons that you like it, I know you can compare it to GG10 because it's the material, right? If one of the mm -hmm. reasons you like it is the Ultim, right? Mm -hmm. As well as yes. the construction, but it's like the Ultim that you like, you like the way that material feels. Right. It's limiting. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, this can't be in its current state like a new pen material en masse because right. then every pen's going to be the same color and that's not what people right. want. And it's also cost prohibitive as yeah, well. I know. Like, it's it been, is not it seems to have been expensive and difficult to work with, right? Yes, right. Um, hmm. So, yeah, like, but... Like part of this whole thing we do and part of the reasons why we're on episode 471 is I just have this never ending discovery process in my yep. brain. And even if you give me something today that I saw 10 years ago, like I can figure out why I like it and what kind of evokes those memories from all these years ago. And is it the same and how does it line up and what's better, what's worse? And... Like that's something like I kind of can't help doing. So a lot of this, as weird as it sounds, it it it, it comes on feel right now. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's some products like I just like they could be just genuinely awesome and perfect for you, but they may not be perfect for me. And that's what's cool about this whole thing is like you know, a lot of people are gonna love the Sailor Go USA, and rightfully so. You know, I. Yeah, go USA. Like, I'm just not, like, super into it. I think, you know what, that pen, gosh, I, why did you put I'm that in No, I'm notes, so Mike? pleased I brought it up. This has now been a thread throughout the entire episode. <laughs> if 
I'll tell you this. If you and I showed up at the San Francisco pin show and someone had that pin on a table, we would both absolutely like it. Oh, for sure. I think it's just like the that the imagery of it is just like ah it's like the patriotism it's, it's tense it's, it's difficult tense. to to accept that sometimes right right so anyway yeah this but the the shown design ultim is like one of those unique products that is a hundred percent not for everyone you know right? what it is brad i think mm. it's maybe just doesn't feel authentic I don't, I would can you define that a little bit better in that in that it, way? There is something about it that I that we can't. Wait, I what can't are you pro- talking about? What are you talking Go about? Go USA. Okay, yeah, okay. I right? was on the shown design. Yes, sorry, I've gone back to it. Like that, the there is something about the Go USA that feels inauthentic because it's at least with the market. I think it's the marketing materials that we've seen. Right, mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, here's the flag. Go USA. Yeah, it's the timing and the presentation. And it's also complicated. I know why, and I actually think part part of the problem here is they want this to be the Olympic pen, but they can't Mm -hmm. legally say that. Right. So, like, we were just making fun of Apple, right? Because they put out this big press release of all of their bands that they did, and they're just like, to celebrate sports around the world. And it's like, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because they can't, they don't have the right, they don't have paid to say Olympics, right? Right. And I right. think that might be part of the problem. This is an Olympics-focused pen, which is why they've released it now. But mm-hmm. you can't say that, so you right. kind of just have to be like, flag, and that doesn't, it just, there's just something about it. It, just, it feels like it's like wasted. It's a, a try-hard. Yeah. Or yeah. not hard enough. Or not hard enough, yeah. yeah. Like, independently this pin on a table with no marketing i would pick this up and go ooh check this out mm-hmm. like i wouldn't buy it because it's like it's kind of not like everything that i want in a pin but like oh yeah that's yep. kind of cool like i get it but like right now it's just yelling at me <laughs> and it's bothersome <laughs> and it makes me feel bad <laughs> sorry <laughs> it just does this episode of the pen addict is brought to you by squarespace the all in one platform to help you build your online presence and run your business From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace have got you covered because they combine cutting-edge design with world-class engineering to make it easier than ever to establish your home online and make your ideas a reality. Squarespace has literally everything that you're going to need to build a beautiful and modern website. They have professionally designed templates that you can customize to make your own with drag-and-drop tools. You can get the look and feel just how you want. You can even choose what products you want to sell if you want to have an online store is so easy in just a few clicks. All of their sites are optimized for mobile, so it's going to look fantastic on every single device, no matter where your visitor is looking from. You get free unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, 24-7 customer support, dependable resources. You can get SEO and email marketing tools. You can register a domain name. You don't need to worry about patching or upgrading anything. It really is so easy and so awesome. You can use Squarespace to turn your big idea into a new website, showcase your work with their incredible portfolio designs, publish a blog post, promote your business, announce an upcoming event, and so much more. Over the 10 years that I've been a Squarespace customer, I think I've done pretty much all of those things (laughs) and will continue to for the next 10 years because I really love what they do. Go to squarespace.com slash penaddict and you can sign up for a free trial with no credit card required. And then when you're ready to launch, use the offer code penaddict and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash penaddict, and then when you decide to sign up, use the offer code penaddict to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for the continued support of the penaddict from Relay FM. Mike, we get to play a game we haven't played in a while. Okay. <laughs> the Field Notes Trailhead Edition has launched mm-hmm. mere mere weeks <laughs> after the 50th anniversary yeah. delay. <laughs> yeah. They have to get back on schedule somehow, right? Uh huh. And um, so, what we do is we have to pick or we have to guess what the other host thinks about yeah. this edition, like the pros and cons. What do you think I will think about this edition? And what do I think you will think about? 
this edition. So who do you want to go first? Do you want me I'm to tell start. about you? I'm gonna you're gonna, gonna start, tell me. And okay. I'm gonna guess for you. I I know that you're gonna love this edition. You're gonna love the green. You're gonna love the orange. You're gonna love the linen cover. You're super into it. And also, you know, like it's got orange staples. Yeah, orange staples <laughs> and uh, America. So yeah, um, I'm sure you're into it. Yeah, and I'm sure you're not, right? This is yeah. <laughs> against everything yeah. you want in the product. This is too much America. Let me, um, let me say, let me say, I love the cover, right? Yeah. I love the design. I love the green. The orange is so good. I also really like the way that they've drawn the trails over the maps. It reminds yes. me of the coastal one, which I one of my favorite designs. Yep. Two things for me. One, uh, I'm not going to go on a big hike through America. That would be a very big hike for me. Uh, two, it's lined. So that's the biggest problem. Yeah. I don't know as a design choice why you would ever use line paper in a field notebook, right? This is a, a theoretically a hiking notebook. It has to be graph or grid of some sort. Never, ever in a million years would anything. I have chosen line yeah. to represent this di- edition i love the little right. double orange line at the top of the page but yeah th- aesthetically th- it looks great looks great they're just assuming like no one's going to be hiking with these editions mm-hmm. and they're just going to be writing in them. the regular notebook yeah. which honestly like that's the way that they're always used and i think that's a fine assumption to make sure. um because as well it's like if they really wanted to make a notebook for hikers it wouldn't be one of these ones they would do it as a separate thing which is something they've done in the past Right, right. Like, so like expedition create... was dot grid yep. and coastal well, was reticle and also like I mean like they have created specific field notes editions that are not in the limited editions because they're purposeful. So like yes. the drone one, uh, yes. and they have the D and D one. Um, right, right. You know, like they create these specific ones. You know, like the the only time I actually feel like lined was right was in uh, the reporter notebook. Mm-hmm. I thought the America the Beautiful was uh, pretty good. I like the lined in that one. Okay. So um, that one I, I do remember being a, a decent lined uh, edition. But yeah, Reporter's Notebook's great. Byline um, yeah. was that one. Byline. One yeah, of my favorites. Original name. Oh, such a good edition. Oh my God, that's so good. Byline. It's so one, yeah. of the, one of the rare ones that they ended up just turning into a standardized product because it was so good. Yeah, and then they changed the name. Like that's what the reporter comes from, yeah. right? Then they yeah. changed that, yeah. So yeah, I think that I just think I just think it's a miss on the the internal lines from a yeah. hey, this is our idea of what this notebook should be. Lined doesn't fit that to me, but otherwise, I mean, I just you know, I mean, orange and green and like the colors, it's beautiful, all. like it it's set up really well and really beautiful you know, edition. Did the, did the pathing and all that stuff, but yeah, we're just like, not lined paper people. Yeah, yeah, but there yeah. are Which people fine, that like, are into that, and so this is like a plus. For probably them. the majority. I'd say majority of Field Notes customers are happiest with lined, yeah. um, which is which is fine. It's just what I'm saying is like not this edition. Like, I mean, they have a compass in you know the marketing of it, and like, yeah, like they're trying to make it a, this this uh, hiking uh, thing and topography maps and yeah. like none of that says lined to me. But hey, whatever. There it, is, it there's got to be a bit of a. Um, gritted teeth it, like inhale through gritted teeth with this one though right, you know, right, like right. A, because like they even mention it right uh, <laughs> there's fires everywhere in, in, in a lot of places in america right now where these True. kind of trails would be and the the patch says blaze your trail mm, I, I didn't see that i didn't i know I, that I there's that. look this is just one of those things right they've been this yeah. has been in the works for ages how were they gonna know uh right. but we go usa <laughs> oh god yeah Let's do but, some Ask TPA, Mike. I don't think we got any last uh, last week. No, we've been busy. Uh, Cole asks, what is a good ultra-fine Parker-style refill, for example, 0.38? I will almost always answer this question, even though we get it very, very frequently, because they're really... It's it's hard for someone to find a good Parker style refill. I am all about the jet pan, jet pans, <laughs> jet, jet pans. Pan. <laughs> Go USA. Jet um, pan. The the, <laughs> the jets. <laughs> oh, what have we done? 
done, Mike? What have we done? Uh, <laughs> Why did you put that in the show notes? <laughs> you, you slipped. You slipped. <laughs> the Uniball SXR Jetstream refills, the Parker style Jetstreams, and you can get it in 0.38, um, uh, a 0.38 line. Or a 0.38 tip size, I should say, which will leave a little bit finer line with that. That's a hundred percent what I'd go for, Cole. The problem is if you're asking with if you're asking really what's the best gel ink refill, and then you have a harder problem. Then I'm going with the Oto Flash Dry, but it's only in 0.5, but it's and it's a needle tip, but it's uh it's a very very nice writer and it writes small enough for me. Um, outside of that, you're just in trouble. There, there's nothing great there. I've tried recently the Kakao, uh, K-A-C-O, Kako, Kakao, however you want to say it, 0.4 millimeter blue-black gel ink refill, and I did not like it. Um, it wrote too wide and too scratchy for me, so I would stick with a known quantity like the Jetstream or the Oto Flash Dry. I have uh, three questions from Frame Sessions. Finally. What stationary product is making you the happiest right now? Golly, that's a that's a loaded question because like I'm I'm using the Shone Ultim to do notes while I'm talking to you, but I've only had it a day. Right, I love it. Mm-hmm. So here here's this: I'm staring at four pins that are close to me right now, like like my hand is covering them right now, and that means that I'm using them frequently. So it's the Shone Design Ultim. It's a Leonardo Memento Zero in mango, the orange with the black trim one, the Tombow Mono 0.38 ballpoint in blue, and the Ajoto Pinatic pen in orange and black. I am having a renewed love affair with the Leonardo right now because of the extra fine nib right. on it. Is so good. Um, that one's probably making me singularly the happiest right now that when I pick it up and write with it, I'm like, dang, this is good. Like every time, even though I know what it's going to do when I pick it up to write with it, I'm still like, dang, this is good. So let's go with Leonardo Memento Zero Mango Extra Fine Nib. I'm going to shill. It's it's the the pen adding to Joto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love, I love it. it too. I love it. There's also uh, I'm having like a, a you know like a a good bad you know like like a good bad reaction. I have a, just a ton mm. of that cast stone paper here. <laughs> just, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I'm not using it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have amassed just an absolutely obscene amount of notebooks. Okay. <laughs> As like a competitor research type thing. Like uh, I, I tasked Adina to basically buy every journal she could find that had interesting marketing attached to it. Oh. Because I just want that. And we were going through them all yesterday. Uh, I'll send you a picture. Brad, I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes too, <laughs> okay, just so okay. people can see because it is funny. And uh, I just have we have like a bunch of the cast products, K A R S T, by the way, in case you're wondering. And the reason yeah. is because their marketing is so good, and I figure it must <laughs> be good because the product is. Like, it makes me feel physically <laughs> ill to use it. And everybody like, that I've ever shown it to feels the same. So yeah. they must be doing something <laughs> to sell these products. Cause it's like I the don't... Rocket Book. Yeah, but the, but the Rocket Book is just that annoys me, right? But at least the product <laughs> works. And, like, here's the thing. The stone paper, it does feel... If it's the right pen, it does feel really nice Oof, to write on. Yeah. But to touch okay. it... Makes me feel really <laughs> uncomfortable. So I don't know exactly what it is that they're doing, but they're doing <laughs> something. Uh, and uh, so, did you see all the the all the notebooks that we have? Uh, no, no, not yet. I've I've sent it to you in Slack. I think. Okay, let me open that up. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's nothing good that comes from stone paper. Oh my god! Okay, I see the picture now. I wasn't joking. <laughs> no, you're not joking. We have a lot. We have That's a lot a situation. of notebooks. Yeah, that is a situation. A lot of notebooks. Uh, I'm trying to understand what the market looks like, and so yeah. uh, we have a lot of notebooks, and uh, the, we have a bunch of the 
KARST cast products. Mm. And uh, every time I pick one up, it makes me feel really uncomfortable inside. And there's something (laughs) kind of funny about that to me. (laughs) I'm glad we went from the products that make you the happiest to the make that make you the, the least happy. It makes me happy in its own way. <laughs> that right? so many people are getting suckered into buying this terrible notebook. I I I don't want to call it terrible, right? <laughs> because like I've read reviews, people like it. Yes. Uh, but I don't know anybody that does. So. <laughs> I love it. Got a lot of notebooks. Yep. Frames also wants to know, Brad, why do you write in all caps? I don't know why I started, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I used cursive mostly through high school, upper levels of high school, then at some point just converted into printing for no good reason. And then I took a construction sales job where I had to do hand drafting. And I learned how to write in that engineering architecture style. And then that style just turned into my normal handwriting. So that's why I write in all caps now. I I could I can make other letter shapes, but I would have to practice them to change like all of my lettering um to to a different style. So I mm-hmm. like this style and I'll just stick with it. It 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 works well for me and um yeah, like it just how it happened initially I don't know. But how it got to be permanent was a job that I had that required me to write in a very specific fashion and yep. then that stuck and then i was i was good at it and it stuck and how do you rotate through your currently inked pens um that's a great question <laughs> i don't know when i miss when i miss using one i'll just go ink it up mm. and we've talked about how i kind of have to have two groups of pens going like i'll have kind of a, a review set of pens and then a personal set of pens right so the review set of pens, I don't necessarily worry about any type of rotation, right? I just want them inked up if it's a fountain pen or in use if it's a ballpoint pen and available at all times for me to test, get some ideas, kind of feel them out, make some thoughts on the product if they're going to be reviewed. Then you have the personal pens, which is the hardest to kind of keep in that in a kind of efficient rotation, So I will take kind of what I've been discussing this whole time. It's like, oh, I miss using X pen. Let me go get it. And then I just put it in. Like right now I have a Brasstown case sitting right in front of me with all of these pens. Um, I mean, it's got six slots, but I probably have 10 pens in it because I have pens and single sleeves stuffed in there too. It's a whole situation I have. But it's like, oh, I'm misusing this. Like say the Canalea, like I'm missing using the Canalea pen and I want to ink up my Kona cherry with fire on fire and the extra fine nib because I don't have something like that inked up right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I will just go do it. It's not efficient um, in being able to use all the pens and write them all dry. And then when I reach um, a certain point of just having too many pens inked up, I'll a lot of times just go in and clean you know, a big batch of pens. Like I've already pulled, set three pens to the side right now that like, okay, I'm done using these for now. They're going to sit here. And then I'm going to collect a group of those pens that are sitting there to go clean. And then I just kind of pick pens as I go. Um, You know, you could use things like the um, fountain pen companion to like actually manage some of this stuff and rotate through and have an official tracking. I just, I don't do that because I'm, I end up trying and testing so many random things and I sometimes I just get a feel for something and want to use it and we'll go ink it up. So it's nothing official and it can be uh, a little out of hand sometimes. Um, But yeah, I just, I want to use the things I want to use when I want to use them and then I'll pay the piper later. If you would like to send in a question for us to answer on a future episode of the show, you could just send out a tweet with the hashtag RSTPA or use question mark RSTPA in the Relay FM members' Discord. You can also email them to hello at penaddict.com. At penaddict.com, you'll also find Brad's wonderful writing along with many wonderful contributors. You can go to notco, spokedesign.com, and do you have a third place? 
twitch.tv slash pen addict. I was How thinking, it, I, I got lost about all the places you sell things, but you also do th- sell things in the pen addict. That's what I it wouldn't, is. Uh, I wouldn't listen places. to you. They were the three places. Twitch.tv slash pen addict is where you can go to find <laughs> Brad streaming many days a week. And you can also catch the uh, video on demand of those on Brad's uh, YouTube channel as well. If you want to do that, you search for the pen addict on YouTube and you'll find those if you miss the streams. Brad is pen addict on Instagram, dowdyism on Twitter, and Brad on micro.blog. Yeah. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you to Squarespace and the Canalea Pen Co. for their support of this week's episode. But most of all, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.